that's just me like getting nervous. Yeah, but I mean, it's a new thing, right? So normal to be nervous. That's true. I'm gonna wait. Shall I'm I just gonna start? Prepare with some more chocolate. Oh yeah. Okay, that's important preparation. Exactly. You wanna start? Welcome to To Be Honest. This is a podcast about life. It's no more complicated than that. We just wanted to talk about things that me and Emily, as self-proclaimed overthinkers, have been mulling over, have been pondering, and everything that we haven't, you know? Everything in between. All those little topics and moments in life that we feel that sometimes they're not a big deal or we can't talk about them, but we know deep down that we really should. We kind of want to give some airtime to that and share our experiences and, you know, maybe that's useful for someone out there. If that's one person, then that's amazing. That's all we need it to be. So yeah, some of the topics that we wanted to cover um, in the podcast and just an idea of flavor of where we might go with this. Um, Hypersensitivity, dealing with that, living with that. What is that condition and how can we be more sensitive to it? How to slow down in an attention economy when every everything, everyone, every device seems like it's geared towards us and our attention and grabbing hold of us and taking our time. How do we slow down and reconnect with what is really important? And learning boundaries for ourselves and towards others. So let's introduce ourselves. Emily, do you want to say hello? Hello, uh, my name is Emily. I'm 28 years old and I spent a lot of time in my head and yeah, that's why I'm here, I guess. Nice. And I'm Andy. I'm a little bit older, 31. Um, I've also got the same reflection. I was spending old. far too much. <laughs> thank you. Far too much time in my head. Um, and so I, yeah, kind of wanted to use my voice a bit more than my brain. I feel like the two can sometimes be disconnected. And um, yeah, this is a good opportunity for that. So I'm happy to be here with you. Yeah, me too. Thank you. Nice. And then we do like several musical interludes and it's like, welcome to two people. You didn't do the drum rolls when I said I spent the whole day in my head. Ah, yeah, because you didn't like, you like led into it. Yeah, I know. I didn't feel like doing it. I felt She's not presented it. Anyway, for a first episode to get things rolling, I've got a simple question for you. Or is it simple? Is it simple? You tell me. I'm quite sure it's not going to be simple. You're going to tell me whether this is a simple question or not. We'll see in three hours. Yeah, yeah. It's okay, we've got the record time. We've got right. The, You've we've got, got enough my, space on your phone. We've got my home studio booked until then. <laughs> um, Emily, how have you been feeling lately? That is not a simple question. <laughs> <laughs> how am I supposed to answer that in a simple way? I think I can't. We've got enough in the time. You go for it. Yeah, right. Um, well, I've not been okay. That's a simple, short answer. Do you want a long one as well? This is a podcast. We need the long answer. Right. <laughs> Um, yeah, I've not been feeling too good lately, but like, or maybe all of it. I felt really good as well. Like, I feel good sitting down here now. Um, but like, it's been a roller coaster. It's just like, everything's very unstable at the moment. So every little thing in my life. So you've got, for example, you've got the job, you've got relationship, you've got parents, you've got all those little, little bits in your life. And now imagine all of them kind of crashing. Or having, like, something to worry about. And then everything gets unstable and you feel like you're on a... You're on an ice shell. Does that make sense? And it, it's an melting. An ice shell. <laughs> Is that not the right word? An, uh, an iceberg. An iceberg. No, yeah. like, a, only a little bit. Oh, like a... Um, yeah, like a shard of ice in the ocean. Exactly. So you stand on that. <laughs> yeah. While you're standing on it, it's melting. So that's how I feel, maybe. And the, warm, the water's a bit warm as well. No, that's fucking cold. Oh, okay, okay. 
Okay. Yeah, so that's, that's basically how I've been feeling. I think a lot of those things can be like quite relatable. Um, I know for myself, like when I have those constants in my life, like <clears throat> whether that's, as you said, work, family, friends, like things you can rely on or things that are <clears throat> quite staple to, to what makes you whole, like what gets you through the, like yeah. what your day is based around. Yeah, you know? exactly. Like that can be really unsettling when you, yeah. need to, even one of those things. So let alone like all of them. And if, for example, if then one thing, if, if you've got difficulties with, um, let's say friendships, then you've still got maybe, maybe a relationship. I'm not saying you, you have one. Or maybe parents or like, there's at least one thing going well that you yeah. can turn to or you can hold on to at least. Yeah, it's like your lifeboat. Exactly. Yeah. And, but what if, for, so for me right now, they're all out of balance and like I've lost some friendships, I've, I've went through like breakups the last couple of months and I'm saying breakups in like, I mean it. And it's, and then I've got a good relationship with my parents, but um, like I've got family problems. Um, and then I'm finishing uni at the moment, which is scary. So everything, it's like, I don't know what to hold on to. And the only thing I'm holding on to is like basically my morning meditation and my glass of wine right now. So <laughs> fuck, <laughs> that's just scary. And, it, and what also is, it's lonely. And it took me a while to admit that I'm lonely because I'm normally a person who's very happy being alone and spending my time alone and like, I love it. I need it. Yeah. But that's, yeah, that's another thing that we can hop on to. <laughs> that's that's kind of scene, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Teaser episode. Um, exactly. How, how do you feel when you think about those things like in one go? Is that something that you can comprehend in terms of like how much is going on or do you have to like compartmentalise it? Like, are you able to mentally break down and say, hey, look, this thing's happening with my family. This thing's happening with my boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, whoever. This thing's happening in my job. Or does it, like, does it feel like it consumes you? Like, yeah. the whole thing? It depends. Uh, some days I wake up and I'm all right, let's do this. I can, I, I, will, I will only worry about this one thing. I will only work on this one thing. I will focus on work or uni. And then I, I'm able to shut everything off. That's maybe one day in two weeks. The other yeah. days, that it's a mess, to be honest. It's just yeah. chaos. And I, for example, I've been to the library today and I was supposed to just read. Honestly, just read. I got papers to read all day. I didn't manage to finish one because there was so much going on. I think that's, I don't know if that's the answer to your question. No. How do you do those things? Can you work on one thing and then you fix it? And then is that how it works? I don't know. That's kind of where I'm going at, because I feel like, I don't know, at least for me, I can so easily get into this like space of having like a scattered brain when all those things are happening. Maybe I'm, in, I'm doing dishes or I'm right, replying to a work email or something, mm -hmm. but then all of a sudden, you know, one thing happens like um, I burn my tongue on a, on a cup of tea or like something happens, something stupid like that. Yeah. Exactly. So menial. <laughs> Not actually more of a coffee drinker. This is a sharing podcast so I should admit I'm more a coffee drinker um but yeah that that feeling of losing losing yourself in one thing and then it almost like literally toppling like this like a house you. of cards right yeah. exactly exactly yeah. it consumes you yeah. and I think like when I'm at when I feel at my best like when I'm at my best or not but when I feel at my best I do feel like I have a sense of control or like 
maybe like a sense of space away from those things that they can't impact me mm-hmm. as much. But has it been like that like always? Or did no. you do... But how do you get to the point where you can... Where you're able to separate from yourself? Or maybe... I think we've had this before, but um, not reacting to something, but just like taking a step back. Because I know how I got there, but how did you get there? Yeah, in terms of the... Like, like the practice the or like... Yeah, the, I, how think... did you, I mean, to understand it, but then to be able... To have that coping mechanism. Yeah. I'm honestly super new. Like for me, it's been something that, and I think a lot of the stuff that, you know, I, I, I would always have described myself as an, as an overthinker, like a warrior, um, seemingly like maybe even on the outside, if I'm, if I feel com- like seem confident, I think a lot of that has been yeah. maybe like a mask. Um, and it always, you know, in the settings that I'm most comfortable in, like in a sports environment or you know, with close family or with close friends, like maybe I've felt okay and I've felt more of myself, but I think there's always been that tendency towards worrying. So the last couple of years for me, and I think for a lot of people, like with the pandemic and yeah. COVID and how we were forced to like <coughs> literally sit in, sit by ourselves and ponder and think, yeah. you know, imagine yeah. that as, a, as an overthinker. You, like couldn't, you couldn't just push it away, right? You can't, you exactly. Like, it's you and your no thoughts. Times. And yeah, whether you want it to yeah. be there or not, it's there. You had to sit with it. Exactly. And yeah. I think it almost came into like, you know, a couple of, of people, really important people in my life came in and kind of helped me guide, help guide me towards this. But finding that, you know, meditation, finding that time and using that time as like a way of working yourself. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> for me, like the, the gateway to that, yet yeah, the people that have, have sort of, I've been able to have conversations with and, and like close friends now, like really close friends help me through that. But books as well like for me I've always been quite like bookish and oh, happy right. you know like happy when I'm when I'm buried in a book oh. fictional worlds like honestly for me but when up, you read are you then able to focus on it I'm so immersed like if I'm reading a book that I love it's really? it's it's one of the it's one of the times when <clears throat> I feel like most at peace with myself and like yeah. I can really tune out what's going yeah. on um and so I've I've kind of had that and I think like that's something because it's a comfort zone you know I remember like going back even when I was a kid maybe six or seven and my mum buy me the first Harry Potter mm-hmm. like Philosopher's Stone and I read that consumed that like so quickly like I think you're not the only I'm one I'm not the only one I'm not unique I'm not I unique. think it's quite related that... not for me I hate Harry Potter but oh no yeah oh, sorry but yeah I get I get what you mean with other things <laughs> okay hating Harry Potter that sounds like another report should I leave episode. now <laughs> no, it's okay. I'll let you stay um that whole thing around books and Harry Potter whatever it yeah. was that well basically that the 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 ability to go into one to go into something else and like literally escapism yeah. escapism escapism yeah, and I think yeah. like now as an adult that's maybe spun on its head where I'm definitely an adult just I have to interrupt you though because yeah, yeah, yeah. you're talking about escapism yeah but that means that you're not confronting yourself with what's going on and what I meant is not escaping from something but if something comes up and then you take a step back you breathe you you not you don't react to it you just look at it from further away kind of yeah because when you read books or when you that's distraction but that sounds like distraction yeah no i I, for sure and like fiction 100 percent. but i think where when that changed for me was like picking up a non-fiction book and Mm -hmm. reading stuff that is an idea about the way a way to live or an idea about the world and like that in tune and in turn got me to thinking about mindfulness a lot more and thinking about taking that time and wanting yeah. to like grow yourself so working through things exactly, like, like actually, having yeah having like a guidance or something for sure and yeah. some of the best you know podcasts and books and things that i've listened to 
yes, escapism, but in the sense of it's felt like more active learning. And, and that's got me to that point where now the idea of something like, you know, sitting down and being able to not react to something in the moment, being mm-hmm. able to take a step back and see it as like almost see it as something that exists outside of yourself. Yeah. That has come from you know talking to people having conversations about reading and yeah. and studying and like understanding that that can exist and finding myself there and i think however people get there for me like being able to spend time with ourselves but put ourselves in a position where we can be objective to yeah. our own lives yeah that's like that that's massive if people can do that definitely i mean that's for me that's meditation that's what we practice in meditation that's yeah. what i remember my therapist saying or asking me, do you meditate? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I do that every day. That was two years ago, so I don't do that anymore. But I try, but I don't. And she said, yeah, I can, I can see that. Because whenever we work through something or you talk about how you feel, it, it sounds very objective and you feel... It, she can sense a way of... Like, a, like someone who's watching herself working through something, which is very good. For someone who feels a lot... You can just like yeah. take a step back and like, okay, is this a feeling or is it a thought or like what's coming up? Is it? And then work through it that way. Yeah. So that's therapy and uh, meditation, basically. That's the same, same thing as you said. That's super interesting, like having that, a thought, a feeling, like what's real, what isn't real. Yeah. Because if you sit down and you don't take time to think about it, everything is real. And you yeah. know what, there's this, I, I feel like there's this tendency towards our brain and I'm sure I've read this somewhere like classic read it somewhere in a book and I've forgotten where it's from but that we can we like go to, our brain goes to the negative things so quickly yeah and it doesn't want to it's like not able to comprehend that like what what yeah. could be good what could be positive yeah. Yeah. it's like gonna go down that path so if we use that like logic then we're just gonna yeah. constantly be like this it, is shit this and is if shit. you if you think about situation if I feel like I'm in an anxious um I don't know situation or I just get stressed or um scared or something or nervous and I look at it and like okay is this a thought or is it a feeling and it's almost always a thought yeah it's almost never a real feeling and like oh and thoughts I can just let go yeah feelings are there I can I need to feel them I have to go through them but um most of the times it's almost just it's just thoughts running around and then I just look at it as if it's I mean, you've probably heard of that, like, the meditation thing, looking at thoughts like they're clouds in the sky yeah. and then, like, letting them pass. Yeah. And that's so, that's such a good tool for me, I think. Yeah, it makes a lot of things easier. I think there's a, there's a really good quote that I heard around, like, feelings, which is, you should identify your feelings, not identify with your feelings. Yeah. And, and then don't judge them as well. And don't judge them. Like, I, yeah. think, I think, honestly, if there was one thing that, like, I would if I could look at myself two years ago, three years ago, how I would like, even honestly now, and like when I forget it, don't judge yourself. Like yeah. just be careful how you speak to yourself. Well, that's like that. hard. It's the hardest thing to do. I mean, to, to, be be to, be <laughs> to be honest. To be honest. Yeah. But that's the hardest thing to do. Yeah, I agree. We, we can talk about this now. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can separate thoughts and feelings. <laughs> and then I go one. home and then I cry because <laughs> I feel sad. I think I feel sad. Oh. I'm not sure. Yeah. Like, it's not that easy. It's like, no. at least not for me. It's not easy at all. I think, like I said, I, it's something that I, you know, openly struggle with, like, constantly. Yeah. And it, I do feel like it holds me back because it does that sense of doubt and that sense of, like, yeah, but not really. Like, I'm always going to be that. You know, yeah. You're not, you might have a sad feeling, but you're not a sad person. And that's like a, if you can actually like take hold of that and like own that and remember it, the remembering it thing is for me that that's the thing that I struggle with. 
and like you said about that like your practice your therapy your meditation being regular or not being regular yeah like do you feel that when you don't do that for one day two days three days you kind of lose something or how does that i almost know during not doing it so when there's there might be three days where i meditate every morning and maybe even every night and then i've got i don't know why sometimes i just stop doing it for maybe a week or two um or maybe even longer it's been months and then all i always look back and like fuck why did i not stick to it because i always stick to it when i'm feeling good but i don't stick to it when i'm feeling bad and that's when you need it the most but it's just hard it's just and it's basically just five minutes it doesn't have to be half an hour it can be five minutes or three minutes or ten minutes and that's not much. We've got that time. Yeah. We can spend five minutes less scrolling through our phones and just sit down. And um, it brings a lot of stability. Like, it helps so much, but it's, oh, it's hard. I, I, don't, I, I don't find it very easy to stick to it. I try to um, yeah, stick to a routine every morning. Like, before I, like, the moment I wake up, I would probably um, go make some tea um and during like whilst I'm waiting and then I'm waiting for the tea sit down meditate and then have a coffee after so that's the routine I'm trying to stick to yeah but as soon as something comes up or maybe a message on my phone or like something I just mess with everything I just find it very hard to second especially um yeah especially when you're not feeling good and then when yeah I don't know because when you're not feeling good you don't want to do it Right. Exactly. It doesn't. It doesn't become yeah. inspiring. Yeah. So I think yeah. that's difficult. That's when you need it the most. It, that's know? when you need it the most, and then when you do it, when you feel good, also then I find it hard sticking to it because then you're like, yeah, I'm good. I don't need it. I do yeah. it maybe a couple of times. I'm like, For all sure. right, I feel good. I don't need this anymore. You convince yourself that you've like fixed yourself. Or yeah. Fixed something. So everything's good. Why should I need it? Yeah. Why should I sit down for ten minutes and waste my time, which yeah. is not true. And then it rains outside, and all of a sudden, you're like, oh crap. Yeah. Oh crap. Oh crap. Oh, I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's difficult, but yeah, it's it's those little things, and if you do it regularly, it's so good. And I think it's like honestly, it sounds it sounds like marketing when you say you could uh, meditate by the time your kettle's bored for your like morning yeah. cup of coffee. You could meditate for that amount of time. I know, but I. You know what? Whenever I have a difficult conversation with someone, or someone's not feeling good, and I'm talking to them. Or, like, whatever. And I sometimes get the urge to, t- to tell them, yeah, have you tried meditating? And, like, I always feel shit. It feels like saying you're an influencer. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't want to say, don't say technique. meditate, don't say meditate. But it's just so good, such a good tool. Like, it, it really yeah. helps, but I don't want to, feel, it feels like, oh, that's, a, that's a, the cure to everything, which is also not true. Yeah. But it's a start. But I have that same, I have that same, um, doubt around myself like with even with this like who am I to tell anyone anything like what who am I to speak on these things but at the same time like you know who's anyone to do that like we start everyone has to start somewhere like everyone's journey to wherever they're going is completely different it's always gonna be different so I think if you can like find something that's good for you meditation you could discover it how you how we have however you want to discover it and you can pass it on to someone else whether they take it or leave it like you're doing yeah. them a service I mean it's always the question how you do it if someone yeah. doesn't want help or if someone some people don't want your help or they don't want you recommendations or anything you can always ask 
Yeah. I mean, you can always, if, you ha- if you're in that conversation, someone, someone's not feeling good, someone's maybe crying, sitting in front of you, telling you about things that are very intimate. intimate. Um, and the first urge, if you feel like you can relate, would be, yeah, let me tell you, I've tried this and that, and it, it <laughs> really helped like me. <laughs> like, but that's, that's not a nice way. You can always say, um, maybe... Um, yeah, if you, if, I don't know, I find that hard. Yeah. Because I want to help people, but then some people don't want to be helped. Some people just want to vent. Yeah. Sometimes I don't want help. I just, I don't want a solution to things. I just want to cry. But sometimes that response, like for friends and, you know, to, to loved ones and honestly, just whoever is like, you, what, can, you can always ask what you need. You can always ask what you need. And I think that's a, like a really good question. Yeah. Because it's like, if, if you give that, that's not like a that's an objective question to ask but like let tell me yeah. what do you need yeah and if is that there anything i can moment, do to help exactly and yeah. if, if in that moment then that choice is leave me alone i need my space yeah and you respect that because like you know, yeah jesus about that yeah. <laughs> that sounds like another topic oh it sounds like another topic accepting that is so hard yeah like i'm someone who's very um I think my love language, when like it doesn't matter if it's um, romantic relationships or friendships or anything, is always um, caring and doing. Th- oh, I want to do things that make others feel good. If that's I don't baking, okay, I'm not good at baking. Making little presents or writing notes or helping or supporting some people. For some people, that's not what they need or want when they feel bad. Yeah. And that's for me. That's really hard to accept. And I, and it's both like old family trauma that made that makes me do this and it's also a gender thing that makes me do this like as a woman I, I'm, I'm the one who needs to care for everyone um but then also just it's just me yeah. I just like doing that but like it's very hard for me to hold back and accept when people don't want that and um leave them um I don't know how to handle that I really struggle with that yeah to be honest <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you're a people pleaser? Like, is that yes, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent? Okay. Do you so, think you know, you're been, one? I've been told I'm a people like I've been yeah. friends have said that to me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been, I've, I've been, yeah, I've been working on that, and I got, it got better, and I set boundaries, and I, like, I definitely find it easier now being nice to the people who also are nice to me. For example, if I so a couple of years ago, my dad said, Emily, if you get robbed on the street. And the guy runs away from you and maybe runs into something, breaks his leg. You would still go and help him and like be really nice and like, um, and that's your character. Yeah. Like that really shocked me because I mean, yeah, that's basically how I am, but I still be very, very nice and maybe, um, too nice to people who are not nice to me or not respectful. Yeah. And so I've tried to work through that last couple of years and, um, still be nice and polite but not give or not go empty yeah keep my distance and um, invest on people who yeah do the same for me and like but that's hard to tell sometimes isn't it like especially when you start to get to know someone or you just I yeah I don't know I find it hard yeah I mean I think like just from a, a state in the office I think the world needs a lot more of that like a lot more definitely but then you also get used like where is like where yeah. that's a fine line that's what i'm saying like in terms of we talk about boundaries like we can get into yeah that fully, but, that's true <laughs> you know like 
That is true though, because if you if you don't fill your own cup first, what yeah. are you able to do with that? Like you're not if you're coming into like your day at work frazzled or you're irritable, you haven't slept up because you've been giving so much of yourself. Yeah. You know, that's only, you, there's only one person that sees the I mean, making yourself a priority, basically. Yeah, I think that's what we're saying. But like, that's, that's, that's easier said than done. Definitely. Yeah. For example, and knowing when to stop, when, knowing when to say no to yourself when you want to do, when you want to give, you know? Exactly. And then, in general, making yourself a priority. Like, for today, like today's lesson for me was saying no to something, even though I wanted it. Yeah. But I want it so bad that it would bring me more harm than it would do me good. And, like, that was the toughest decision in weeks, honestly. And it was, it was very hurtful. It felt like I was giving up. I felt like I was not... I don't know, I could have done more, maybe. But then again, I knew the truth. I knew the truth. I knew... Yeah. Um, and how did you, like, balance that? thinking you could have done more knowing you knowing the truth as you said like if you know the truth like how do you balance those two things together and how does that how do you lean more towards the side of the truth and and stop yourself being like i need to fix this good question i don't know um i think so i've i knew the truth the whole time i've just been lying to myself so i had to hear the the truth from a friend he he was like okay i sure are you sure? Think about again. Going through that process was maybe, took me about an hour, like a lot of crying, a lot of, okay, why am I doing this for? What do I want for myself? How do I want to feel? How do I feel now? How I felt in the last three weeks? How I'm going to feel after? Um, and then realizing that um, I might have been doing it for the right, uh, wrong reasons. And uh, there's simply like, so I feel very fragile at the moment, and if I would have not made this decision to step back today, I know I would have felt more hurt. Coming back to making yourself a priority, what I mean is like you, you're the only one you need to protect yourself, um, even if that means not doing the things that you want to, for now. Accepting that timing's a thing, um, Maybe good advice from friends, but then also working through it on your own. Being very honest to yourself, not lying, like, why am I doing this, etc. Like, all that, and then just decluttering it and giving yourself the answer you don't want to hear. But yeah. basically, that's it. That's hard to do, though, isn't it? Like, literally, coming up with an answer is one thing. Like, that's hard enough. Yeah. Actually accepts that answer, exactly. knowing it's not the one you want. I mean, I've been hearing it in my head for weeks. It's not yeah. like it's new to me. Which I think is how, like, maybe that's a that's a signal of you know it's the truth because you can't lie to yourself yeah. and your brain is always going to be telling you that. Yeah, exactly. Whether you listen or not. It's and the... that's also why I've been so exhausted because I've been pushing it away. I've been ignoring it. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's, again, something... It's not a thought, it's a feeling and you can't push that away. Feelings yeah. are meant to be felt, even if they're hard and even if they're rough, but like we can't push them away. We can't be guilty of them they need to be there and then um, they eventually go away. But as, as long as you resist them, they will just get stronger. So yeah. you need to open that door, um, sit with it. I mean, it's um, what... And that's why I've started today with that decision, I think. It's going to get hard, but if, if it's, got, it's going to get hard, but the last couple of weeks have been so exhausting because I've been ignoring it. So I feel like, I feel relieved and like I can breathe 
even with a lot of snot because of crying, but like <laughs> I can breathe and I'm, I've regained my own power. That's what I felt. That's what you felt. It's a lot yeah. of things to feel for one person. No, that's what makes a human, right? Like that feeling like whether you want to, whether that feeling is like you said, good or bad, you have to go through it. And like, mm. you know, I've been through, you know, tough times, breakups, whatever myself. And it really, as everyone, <laughs> everyone has, um, and it's always the worst at the start when you can't see any clear options, yeah. you can't see any clear... You're not in control of it. You're not in control... Exactly, you're not in control of it and you're also not in control of yourself. You're basically giving the control of someone else or to a thing or... And then regaining that is just yeah. great. Yeah, for sure. Like, one of the things I, I say to myself in, like, a sporting sense a lot of the time... And it's cliche, but it works. <laughs> it works. Is, what uh, isn't cliche? What so. isn't a cliche? I feel like I probably spouted like 27 cliches around. I mean, today. you've got a London picture hanging in your living room. So that's very cliche for an English, yeah. English guy. Yeah, that's true. Setting the scene, you know. It's just... <laughs> I'd like to remember where I am. Deep, sorry, deep tell your story, sorry. Tell my story. Um, no, my cliche. Also, behind you is another cliche from a cycling perspective. Oh, right. Yeah. That's a good one, That though. is a good one, yeah. Well, you need to explain it, maybe. Oh, yeah, it's not really it says, visual. It, it says, shut up legs. That's a very good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, yeah, from my perspective, like, control the controllables. I say that to myself a lot, um, and I try to do it, and that is, like it's the hardest it's like you don't want to hear that when all you want is the thing yeah. that rationally or rationally who cares like this is what I want this is how I feel this is what I think I should go after because that feeling like if we talk about you know looking after ourselves and putting ourselves first if you want the thing that deep down like you're saying you're putting yourself first in one sense you're putting yourself first by going after it in another yeah. different sense, you're not because you're you're being blinded yeah, by something. Yeah, that's true. Right, but yeah. at the time, in the moment, but that tricks you. It's a trick. That, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, that, I think that's maybe what I felt like yeah. until my friend told me it's not true. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. hey, it's good to have a friend like that in that case because it does. T- yeah, you may maybe you need something. And look, all this stuff around working on ourselves and becoming better versions of ourselves. For me, a lot of that is being a better version of myself so that I can be better with the people that I care about because then if I'm then getting something from them yeah. they know more of me to in order to help me but help did, myself you know but did you ever like feel like but... did you ever feel like friends would um not accept that because like put, I, putting yourself first also mean yeah. you have to cancel on things maybe you yeah. you're saying the truth about how you feel and saying hey I can't do this today or yeah da, da, da. like do you do you feel like friends have been like, well, pushing you away because of that or um timely since uh, turning 31 with all my ages of wisdom now from last weekend <laughs> um in my uh, younger counterpart um yeah no this is something that because that's a process it's a process people it, for example if you know yeah. people before and then you suddenly start doing things for yourself yeah and they're like Ugh, why is he doing that he, has, he hasn't done that before yeah which is actually a good thing oh uh, for sure but then i think that's like i think you said it before that's one of the biggest challenges which is you have to be completely transparent that this is who I am, this is what I want, this is what I need, like mm. your needs and your wants. And you have to go after that to like protect yourself. But that's inevitably going to come at the expense of relationships. Yeah. And people that are in your life and, you know, another great topic we go into is like mm. 
growing out of those friendships and like yeah. how, you, how you actually need to let go. And you don't know that when you're in your 20s. You d- maybe you don't know that when you're 30s, 40s, whatever. Maybe some people never know it. But I can imagine a situation when the people that have been in your life, you hold on to the ones that are really important based around authenticity and based around like yeah. knowing who you are. And that's, for me, is a, and, and we're all social creatures, right? Like we need people, we need other people to survive. We need other people to experience life properly. Yeah. So if, we, if we're willing to let people go, that's scary like that's a real mind fuck to be yeah. like i'm doing this and and sometimes you might not even see the other side you don't know the people that you're going to meet that are going to be yeah, so exactly. responsive yeah. to you you know yeah and that's like that's a gap and that's a risk that you have that's to a very take. good teaser for another episode that was brilliant we're doing a lot of teasing our <laughs> pilot episode tease full of teasers please come back next time <laughs> right shall we wrap it up I think so. I think this has been a good conversation. Yeah, um, same. Thank you for spending some time with me. Thanks for being honest with me. Thank you. And um, yeah, hope uh, all four of you that listened enjoyed it. And <laughs> we'll speak to you. Cheers to that. Cheers Have another sip. Cheers. <laughs> oh, wow, that was really That's good. That's pretty good. That could be our <laughs> We should end, leave that in. Yeah, yeah, we're going to leave that in. Alrighty, see you soon. <laughs> <laughs>